Judge, Miller, and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon here on a Tuesday. Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Back to local programming for the next seven hours with Murph and Andy to follow us and the drive to follow them. Uh, we talk sports with you. Trent Condon, Ken Miller, up until 1 o'clock. The BMW of Des Moines guest list. It shapes up like this. Nathan Cooper, Sports Info Solutions. We will talk uh, for the final time to our Sports Info Solution crew. Look forward to catching up uh, with uh, with Nathan Cooper. Boy, there's been some news this morning mm. on the NFL draft in the gambling markets. Wow. We'll get to that in a second. Just when you thought you might know, well, maybe you don't, who's going number one overall. So we will do the draft. Draft at the bottom of the hour. We're going to do a lot of draft this week as uh, Trent will be live in Kansas City on both Thursday and Friday. We'll give you more details on that. Uh, he'll be close to the festivities, but what'd you say, a mile away? Yeah, something like that. It's just a hop, skip, and a jump, and walkable if you really want to, but quick Uber ride, $5 Uber ride, and you can get even closer now, to I the I feel action. guilty when I take an Uber for a mile. Yeah. I well, do. Cabs, I likewise. I think it's a touch more than a mile. I think we're maybe pushing two, but... Yeah, Char Bar will be the place that we will yep. be going to be doing the show both Thursday and Friday. You'll be back here manning the studio, and I'll be there with Russ Carew, the owner of Graphite Construction Group, as big of a draft guy as you're going to yep, find, and he'll he be is. with us, co-hosting with us over those two days down in Kansas City. I'm just excited to go through the NFL experience. You know, I've heard so many great things about that. People that have been to Super Bowls, been to prior drafts, just mm-hmm. what a good job they it's do. It's really that. cool. I saw it in San Francisco. In San Francisco, yep. that's where you saw it, yep. and... The history, I mean, that's, for me, somebody, you know, in their 40s, grew up in the 80s, NFL films were a huge part of growing up. Yeah. It was... John Facenda, just the voice. The voice of God. And watching some of those old ones. And there'd be times you flip it on, especially like ESPN2, you know, like in the turn of the 90s. You flip it on, and, oh, there's an NFL films on the 1979 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going to watch it. Sure. And I'm going to waste a half hour, because I've already watched SportsCenter twice, so that's what I'm going to watch next. Don't blame you. I mean, there were were sports before we were born. Yes. And learning about the history. I love that part of sports. The history of the game Mm -hmm. and NFL films and knowing what they obviously did with that and, and what it continues. So I'm really excited about that part. And then just seeing all the pomp and circumstance. I mean, being there for the so draft. Thursday night. Will you? Where will you watch round one? Will you? Will you get close? Will you, will you watch it at the back at the, where you're staying? Or what will you do? So Russ told me that there is an area that he has tickets for for Kansas City Chiefs ticket holders that mm-hmm. only season ticket holders will be able to go to. Uh, there's a possibility of that. That's kind of Chiefs only. But I'm not a Chiefs fan. I don't know. Right. Certainly for the Bears pick. I. I want to be amongst Bears fans, yeah. right? I'm going to guess there's going to be plenty, plenty of Bears Trent, fans. You'll be, so you'll be blown away. Every team's fan base is there. It's I just I want to experience it more than anything. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. It's going to be one of those nights. We'll see where the roads kind of take me, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be so much fun. And I decided to invest a little bit in the Bears pick at number nine, too. Oh, you did? Well, I, it was kind of a homer pick. Who Luke, did you? Lucas Van Ness. Oh, did you? Look, it's not crazy. There's been mocks that have, are out I've there. I've seen those too. And it was 17 to 1 at Bet Rivers, which I was kind of surprised by. I mm. thought that would be a tick lower. Mm-hmm. It was a price that more than anything now. I just threw five bucks on it just to kind of be a homer there. Same thing, I put five bucks on Laporta to be the first tight end. I don't think there's a real chance of that happening, but 
I've told you the last couple of weeks, I've seen more and more mocks that have Laporta, not as the first tight end taken, but as him being a first rounder, which, Mm. do you see him as a first rounder? I don't, but stranger things have happened. A lot of them to Green Bay is what that I've been seeing. Well, let's let's go to Green Mm Bay. Let's finish up the BMW Des Moines guest list, first of all. Kyle Irving is going to join us. He's our NBA guy. We look forward to speaking with him each and every week. Uh, He writes for the Sporting News, amongst other places, so he'll join us at 12.05. And then our friend Dave Sinek in theheadcheese.com, who this time last year um, went on a limb and said this is Rogers' last year in Green Bay, and he was proven right as yesterday it became official uh, that uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers have parted ways. And what an incredible run, you Packers fans. You're about to see how the other half lives <laughs> because you've been so freaking fortunate to have the Hall of Fame quarterbacks in place for 30 years. Think about that. From Favre to Rodgers, and there's where it ends. Um, but what a run. You have been so spoiled. Now, there have been a lot of Super Bowls that came with it. Well, no, two. But still, uh, you had two parades, which Viking fans would sign for. <laughs> a lot of teams' yeah. fan bases would sign for. Going to be a little different. So just your thoughts. What does this do to the Packers? What does this do to the Jets? Did they get fair compensation? Boy, I sure think that the... Look, Rodgers didn't want to be there. You swapped picks. You got a second rounder this year. You got a second rounder next year that can become a first if he plays, what, 65% of the snap? 65, yep. Uh, Does anyone think he's not going to play? Oh, of course, health is assuming, Mm -hmm. right, Uh, that he's not injured. Um, Of course he's going to play that. I I thought they did well. I really did. I thought both sides did well. I didn't see... I saw fleecing, that term thrown out. Yeah, no, nobody got fleeced. This is not a fleecing. This is fair market compensation Uh for a MVP. Yes, he's 40. Step back. But you needed a quarterback. Uh You have a good young team. Yeah, they do. And as Aaron Rodgers, I think a fresh start is exactly something perfect for Mm -hmm. him. Aaron Rodgers is a weird dude. Uh huh. He is a different cat. Yep. And he's not my kind of person. I don't think I'd enjoy hanging out with him. Maybe I would. I don't know. I mean, I enjoy hanging out over a beer with most anybody. Uh-huh. But going to a dark room, that doesn't sound very fun. No. Going and getting hopped up on goofballs, whatever that stupid yeah, thing I'm he was doing. I'm not sure what the stuff he, he runs right. on, but um, it's, yeah. It's different. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I like to do goofballs with you, but that, right. that's different kind yeah. of than what he was doing, whatever that was. He's different, but I think this fresh start is going to be good for him. I still think there's plenty left in the tank. I do still you, think he can 40? play. I think he can still play. At a high level, maybe not an elite level, but certainly a top 10 level mm-hmm. for quarterbacks in this league. And you got Wilson out there, mm-hmm. you got a pretty good offensive line. You're going to have a running game with Brees Hall. I think they absolutely have a chance. The Jets are going to be okay and good enough to win a Super Bowl. I, I can't go there. Well, well, let's do the, Let's power rank the, the this, uh, AFC East. Off, okay. Just off the top of your head. Uh, I st- are the Bills in your mind? They are in mind the team to beat uh, the number one team in the AFC East as we sit here on whatever it is, 25th of April. Are they? Is it Buffalo to you? It is to me. It is, but not as big of a gap. Are they? Are they coming backwards? I think that'd be fair, right? They're starting um, to. Yeah, yeah. Last year looked like their year. Window closing. I don't. I'm no, not it's there. Not there. Their no. quarterback's too young for it to close. Um, I don't see. I don't see them taking a step forward, maybe standing pat. Okay. Or as a mini step back. Okay. But the team to beat. Yes. Second choice. Miami. I'm with you. Because 
Yes, I know Tua. I, I completely understand. In mm-hmm. fact, what did Miami do for backup? Is it still Teddy Two Gloves? No, he's gone. He's gone. Uh, Mike White, I think. Oh, okay. Eh, Mike White's fine. Yeah, yeah. Eh, Mike White. Yeah. He's fine. Right? Hill and Waddle, more than fine. As yes. quick as you're going to find. Duh. Mm-hmm. Um, running game, the kid from San Francisco that lit it up. Mozart. Yes, thank you. Uh, a couple of years ago. Um it's between them and the Jets. Mm-hmm. I think New England's the fourth team in the division. I do. I, I saw it that Bill Belichick has an ultimatum <laughs> from Robert Kraft. Uh, playoffs or you don't get to decide when you're leaving Foxborough. We're going to decide for you. Do you believe that, first of all? Yeah, I, I do. Nothing lasts forever. It doesn't. And the way last year went, the decision to hand the keys of your offense yeah. over to Matt Patricia and company. Yeah. He's got pencils in his ear. Right. Now he's got got them in his ear in Philadelphia because he's no longer with the squad. Talking about We talk about incompetent offensive mm-hmm. coordinators a lot here, and mm-hmm. there's another one. <laughs> you got to get it in every day, don't you? Well, is there I just team? put it on a tee. There you go. Go ahead, Trent. Knocked it out of the park. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that decision, and Kraft ultimately we found out he was a Brady guy. He wasn't yeah. a Belichick guy. We, yeah. we had the argument for 15 years, what right? comes first? Is it more Brady or uh-huh. is it more Belichick? Uh-huh. Well, I think we know where Robert Kraft was. If you don't have a quarterback, you don't have a chance. If you don't have a coach, that doesn't ring true. No, not at all. No, he, don't get me wrong. Belichick's as good as ever done it, but Brady's pretty good, too. I can see that. Now, I did see division odds that were updated after yesterday. The Jets are now the second choice in the AFC. Are they? Behind the Bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're plus two fifty, and the Dolphins were three to one. The Patriots at eight to one. I'm still intrigued. Now we have this other caveat. Do you see the continued murmurs, not just about Will Levis that we're going to get yeah, to here in a moment? Because this is just as un- this is unbelievable. But that the Patriots are interested in trading up for Will Levis. Now, not to one, but interested in trading up in hmm. a potential marriage. There, give up on Mac Jones. I guess. Now, apparently, Mac Jones last year, after the decision was made to go to Matt Patricia, and that was going to be the offense coordinator, that was going to be the offense assistant. Did not like that move. Not they only that. They clashed on the sidelines. Remember that? Oh, thing? yes, they did. Uh-huh. During, after that was announced, he went down to Alabama. He went home. Or his college home. Right. And basically talked to the staff and like, what can I do? What can... And it didn't sit very well with Belichick and the rest of the staff, apparently. Hmm. Even with Saban and Belichick's yep. friendship? He did not okay. like that. He saw it as almost kind of backstabbing yeah. something along those lines. Keep it within our four walls. I found that very interesting. I, I heard that not too long ago, and then you hear more and more murmurs about them moving up, and Levis is kind of the apple of their eye right now, uh-huh. that the Patriots really like Will Levis. I so don't, I don't let, get the let's Levis go thing. there, um, because... So this is where we sat yesterday, and if you if you bet on the NFL draft, um, and, and you're, you're so you're so inclined that that's something that you like to do, um, at yesterday at DraftKings, Will Levis to go first overall in the NFL draft was forty to one, four zero to one yesterday, to go first in the NFL draft, and that's at DraftKings. At points bet, he was fifty to one. To go first overall, so forty to one at DraftKings points bet fifty to one to go first overall. You wake up this morning, and Will Levis is four to one to go first overall, a drop of 
36 points and a drop of 46 points, depending on where you do your betting. I have never seen that big of a drop anywhere, anytime. What's going on here? Is Carolina really going to give up what they gave up to take Will Levis at one? Look, I like him better than you do, but you're going to pass on, on Young and then if they do, what does that do to the second draft pick overall market? Because wouldn't, I mean, how does Houston not take Bryce Young if he falls into their lap? Absolutely. And we go that direction, and then three with Arizona, who still has Kyler around. Yes, he's going to be coming off injury. Yeah, but that pick's going to be traded, I would think. Well, you would think so, especially if it plays out in this fashion. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is absolutely incredible. First of all, just the number change. Something that we never see anything close to that. Never. Then you couple it with, for Will Levis? (laughs) Who was hurt a lot last year. Now, two years ago, I thought he had a really good year. Last year... They were. They started four zero, and then he hurt his shoulder. Then he hurt his foot. Then he broke a finger. Won his final game. Who they beat in their bowl? Did they play Louisville? No, they played Iowa. No, two years ago. Oh, two years ago. I don't remember. No, it wouldn't have been no, Louisville. no, no. Last year, it was Iowa. Back to back years. That's right. It was last year. Back to back years. Yeah. Um, Citrus Bowl, Outback Bowl. Right. Oh, the last regular season game was Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. And he played really well in that game against Louisville. Against Louisville, who was really bad. Yeah. Who was really bad. And awful defensively. Yeah, true. So, I don't know. I mean, I like him better than you. Do I Do I like him at first overall? Not too much. No. But who knows? And that's the other part. I mean, I, I was never a Josh Allen guy. He's become an MVP. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, neither was John Elway, and it irks me to this day for crying out loud. But this is why sports operators don't like to offer the draft. Yes. This is a perfect example, is why they limit you as much as they do. Look, Circa doesn't limit you on anything, no. except the draft. <laughs> right. Because the word gets out, right? It, it takes one scout. Yes. One, we're not talking about... One pair about, of loose lips. We're not talking about GMs here. But think of how big these staffs are. We talked to Matt Manassarian. He was a scout. He knew what they were doing in the draft. He had that kind of relationship mm-hmm. with Mickey Loomis. He was an on-the-road scout. Yeah. And he knew. Now, uh-huh. this guy, you know, a scout's making eighty grand a year, you know, starting out. Well, boy, you get a little information of 40 <laughs> yeah. to 1, yeah. and you're not going to do it yourself. No, of course not. You got a buddy. Sure. Hey. Buddy's got a phone. Put a C note down on this. Uh-huh. Put a grand on this. What, uh-huh. Whatever it is, because you have that information and how quickly and it just takes a couple of those people. And they react. And we see that reaction. Now, it's ticked back up a touch today. What is it now? Up to 5-1 to one at DraftKings. Okay. So that was the biggest jump that we saw uh, from 40-1 to one to 4-1 to one at one point. And 50-1 to one to 4.5-1. to one. It just it, It's a wild flux mm-hmm. there. I don't get it. And I always have, what do we told year after year from NFL people. Don't believe a word you hear after the combine. Because what did I do when I saw this news in the big, well, what can I get Bryce Young at now? Because yesterday, (laughs) it was minus 10,000. Today? And what is he today? Got at least 1,600. Now, laying sixteen hundred to win hundred. Big difference, though. It is a big difference, though. What could? What was. was the second choice market? I wonder. I did. I hadn't looked at that. I had just looked at the top market and saw that Bryce Young was at that. I'm like, well, I put a hundred dollars down to win a buck. No. <laughs> if betting on the NFL went away, how upset would you be? Um, I wouldn't be upset because it's. Would not... you miss it? Yes. You couldn't find a baseball, NBA, oh, NHL I, game I, to I bet will. on. I'm... I, I found Golf that tournament start on Thursday. I just want the ability to be able to bet on it. All right. Now, again, I'm not a limit player, so no. that, that doesn't impact me. But 
yes, I just like to dabble a little bit mm-hmm. and have some different things out there and just see if I can beat the market and don't come for, out on Don't top. forget to um, make your bets before you cross the border. That's right. Got to make when sure you, you leave have... on Thursday. Give yourself a little extra time to pull over at the last rest stop or <laughs> right. last exit. Well, I could pull over at Lakeside, you know, and... Maybe throw a couple of dice, make a couple of bets, get back on the road. I'm not going to be on the road that early. No, that's uh, that gets you going pretty early. Yeah. All right, NBA and NHL from last uh, from last night. Um, it sure looks as though this Lakers team is is going to dispatch uh, the Grizzlies here pretty quickly. LeBron was LeBron last night. Davis did what he normally does, but there's our guy again. There's our guy, Austin Reeves, undrafted. Did he lead the team in scoring? Did LeBron catch him? No, he he led the team, I believe, last night. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, it was one of those performances from LeBron. He was laboring. You saw him just dragging that leg at times out there. There was a fast break where he had the angle and he just had to give up, and it was in a big moment of the game. He just couldn't get back defensively because he is laboring. Yet, to put together a 2020 Mm. performance, playing on a bad wheel. Anthony Davis was bad for the first three quarters, and he... Started to get going in the fourth quarter and in overtime. He was not Anthony Davis yet. They hung around. It was other guys that were stepping up. It was LeBron doing LeBron things. And then they get down seven. I made a live bet at that point on the Lakers on the money line. Did Got you? At plus 340 wow. at the time. And then all of a sudden, Holy he, macro, that's D'Angelo a Russell. Yeah. Hideous looking shot. Yeah. An absolute knucklehead. Yeah. Not a good team player, but he works for what this Lakers uh-huh. team is. Yep. I know they're the seventh seed. I know they're going to have to go on the road to either Golden State or Sacramento and then either Denver or Phoenix. But if they can just stay healthy, and that is a big that is a big if, if they can stay healthy with Anthony Davis, who's made of glass, mm-hmm. with LeBron playing on a bad mm-hmm. wheel, and it feels like at any moment that thing could blow and it'd just be over for well, him. Well, I, I, I just wonder, I mean, is, is he running on Brooks Adrenaline still? Yeah. Because I don't know why he poked the bear. I have no idea what he it's was It's idiotic. Thinking. Just no idea. What I he understand. That's Memphis. That's what they are. They're, yeah. they're talkers. But don't you got to do something? They did right. the same thing against Golden State. Pick on Reeves. <laughs> right, yeah. Go, go, after, go, go, get, go get Hachimura. Right. How did he do yesterday? Uh, he had nah. a big three that he missed. Did he? Yeah. Uh, I was watching. I was curled up in a fetal position, sucking my thumb. Oh. Yeah, did you stay up for your Jets last no, night? Until the into the third period, but you didn't make it to the end. No, and I'm glad I did. They brought the extra skater out. Yeah. I flipped over right at the right time. Two minutes left. Perfect. Here we go. Locked and loaded. They bring the extra skater out. They had a couple. I thought decent opportunities. One they whiffed on. Just absolutely swung yeah, and missed I out saw on it one this timer. When I watched the end of it, and open netter. Hmm. It, it drive me crazy, but look, um, that was you lose Mark Shifley, use yeah. Josh Morrissey, no Nikolai Ehlers. Those are the three best players, and all of them are O U T. Uh, that's not going to be. Um, that's not going to work out. Boy, the Leafs had an incredible comeback over the Lightning yesterday. Mm-hmm. Didn't see that coming. They're down four one in the third. The Kraken. The, the Kraken. I mean, where's this coming from? They're an eight seed. Are they? No, they're not. They're a they're seventh seven. seed. Yeah. Uh, Jets are the eight seed. Um, Where's this coming from? They're tied with the Lanch. My God. Duffels were left for dead. Now they win yes. two in MSG, and they're right back even in that one. That's, a, that's really good hockey. And then we get the Wild Stars tonight. Game oh, fives and tie boy. series. And it's so a good. 7 o'clock puck drop. Yes. The bells ring out and the that banners fly. Awful. awful for me. I got kids. <laughs> that's true. Couldn't work any better for this old oh, man. Oh, man. I was hoping for that 9 o'clock puck drop. But we'll, we'll be able to lock and load for that one, which should be outstanding again. Goaltending in the series, we've uh, seen high level play there. The physicality. This is my favorite series so far. The depth of both yep. of these teams. Yep. It's really well. I, I, this thing's tar- this, this this has to be a seven game series. 
This has to go seven. Whoever wins tonight loses on when will they play again? Uh, I think they're giving all the teams two games off. Yeah, so Friday. Thursday, Friday they'll play Friday it's and then Friday, Sunday. Yep. Um, yeah. We, we need this to go the distance, please. All right, let's get Jeff in here. Then we're going to uh, talk some NFL draft coming up uh, for the final time with our guys from Sports Info Solution. Jeff, what did you see last night? Well, first I want to give, kind of give a shout-out to myself. You know, yesterday... Uh, <laughs> if you don't, no one else yeah. will, right? Well, we talk about injuries, and then all of a sudden, about 3 o'clock, uh, Fox has a doubtful yes. game five with a finger, and he might be doubtful for the rest of the series. So I brought up injuries, and then that's a huge one mm-hmm. for State or whoever you're rooting for. Yeah, can you come? Can you overcome that? Him being out is that on his? I, I didn't read. Is that on his shooting finger or is it on his off ball? I didn't I'm not see. Not 100 sure. It's a good uh, point. I don't know the answer either. But if if I'm you know if that's my assignment, you better believe that I'm up in him and I'm you know touching that. I'm making I'm making him feel that he drives. I'm you. You better believe Draymond is going to. Max that hand. You think? If you drive. Yeah. You think so. Um, let's go into the Miami game of uh, last night. You know, Butler, he's had these games 56? before. It's, it's, well, and let's let's talk about that real quick. That was the number fourth highest scoring playoff point in NBA history. Michael Jordan, 63 in the Garden, Elgin Baylor, Mitchell, and then you got Butler with others. Um, what a performance. And, it, you know, he's had such a crazy career going from the Bulls to Minnesota to Philly to Miami. And now here they are sitting down with injuries again, 3-1. Uh, to one. And, and, I, and I just wanted to throw this out here for you guys. Um, left hand, by the way, but he is left-handed. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. Spolstra is an unbelievable coach. I think he's underrated. I don't think a lot of people talk yeah. about you know, the opportunities that he's had. And let's talk about Pat Riley. Okay, Went from a broadcaster to the Lakers. Then he goes to the Knicks, battling Jordan. And then he goes to Miami. Stan Van Gundy's there. Stan gets fired. He wins a title with a young D-Wade. And then he gets LeBron, Bosh, mm-hmm. and LeBron wins more titles. And then he brings in Spolstra. What a career uh, from start to finish Pat Riley has had. It's what did he awesome. coin? Did he? No, what is three he? Feet. A three-peat. He owns that. He does. Pat, yeah. no, no, trademarked mm-hmm. three-peat. Unbelievable. Mm. Got a little extra um, cash. Yeah. And, and the Lakers, I just want to jump with the Lakers real fast. You know, LeBron, not the hugest uh, LeBron supporter. I respect his game. And from when he was 18 to now, there's no blemish, guys. No. He's done everything. Couldn't right. agree with you more. He, yep. he, you know, he's been, as we know, a great husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Opened great, up a school, sending kids school. through college. He's been a great father. He's been great for the NBA. Um, you couldn't ask for a better mm-hmm. uh, leader of the NBA, which I, to me is Steph Curry. But Steph Curry, 1A to 1B to LeBron, whatever you want to say. Um, but I'll leave you with this. It's Tim Duncan's birthday. I'm going to try to give you a hot. We, no, we're not going to sing, are we? No, 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 no. Okay. I just want to leave you with this because I, I, there's a lot of big Kobe supporters. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, Tim Duncan, in my opinion, is higher in the, in the pecking order. Tim Duncan is higher than Kobe Bryant. I'm going to leave you with that. You guys have a good day. Uh, thank you, Jeff. Appreciate that. Uh, look, Tim Duncan's a hell of a player. Mm-hmm. Kobe players, but they both it's two different players. Yeah. Two different players. But Duncan was unbelievable. Um, happy birthday, Tim Duncan. Found out it's his birthday today. <laughs> Miami Heat did not see that coming. No, I didn't Down either. Thirteen late. I didn't, and, and Giannis is playing. Mm-hmm. Giannis is playing three consecutive now that Milwaukee has to win.
They, they can't. The, well, they, they can, but will they? What's the price? So I saw the market last night, and at the time, this was over at FanDuel. That's where I first saw the tweet. They were, Miami to win the series uh-huh. was minus 140. So I think it was like plus 115 or something on the bucks. Not a great price. If you want to do that, just roll it over. Mm-hmm. Every time and bet money on right. three straight games, you're going to make more money on that. So I want to see what it is right now. Because after that, I mean, I bet it last night. I got the heat at minus 157, I think it was at the time. I mean, that's still a short price. Where you have to just win one of the last mm-hmm. three and what we've seen mm-hmm. out of them. All right. Playoff series, East playoff series. Here we go. And Giannis has a back. It's not like those things, once, once you get past the bad back, it's all of a sudden gone for good. Miami minus 152, Bucks plus 128. That's it? That's it. To win one of the next three games, minus 152 on the Heat. I know you don't like to lay money. Uh, that seems like a gift. It does. Do you think that the, can the Bucks win three straight? They can. Giannis I don't think they will. Back. I mean, Giannis back going to hold up for three games? I wouldn't think so. I would bet against it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, the comeback game five will be back at home. Mm-hmm. They'll probably roll. They might, yeah, I think. That'd be a points betting one where they might win by 20. Yeah. But game six, back in wow. Miami, Jimmy Butler's going to lose three consecutive games. I don't see that. Mm, I don't either. Well, um, we're going to talk some draft coming up here, some NFL draft. we got a lot guy. to talk about. Yeah, draft. Sports Info Solutions, our final uh, opportunity to catch up with them. Pre- certainly appreciate the relationship there as we've talked to them each and every week as we got closer to it. But right now, Trent, it's time for another $1,000 home run. Head over to KXNO.com right now. Enter this nationwide keyword. The keyword is check at KXNO.com. Check at KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000. Check. C-H-E-C-K. At KXNO.com, your chance to win a grand. We'll do it again in about an hour from right now. Uh, draft conversation when we come back. Miller and Condon underway on a Tuesday. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Condon, welcome back to Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Time to talk some NFL draft coming up in the second hour of the program. Get back to the NBA with Kyle Irving from Sporting News. And then uh, Dave Sinekin uh, will join us. He covers the Packers for us. Right now, Nathan Cooper uh, from Sports Info Solutions. We've been telling you about Sports Info Solutions more than the NFL. It's every sport, but boy, they're good on the NFL yes. draft. Uh, Nathan Cooper joins us. Nathan uh, tra- uh, 
Trent Condon, Ken Miller in Des Moines, Nathan, thank you for uh, giving us a few minutes. Well, it's certainly been interesting uh, overnight anyways, if you follow the gambling odds as to who is going to go number one. This time yesterday, Will Levis was 40 to 1, 50 to 1, depending on uh, your operator. Now you wake up this morning, he's fallen to 4 or 5 to 1. Is Carolina really going to take Will Levis uh, first overall in the draft? What are you guys at Sports Info Solutions hearing? Yeah, first off, uh, appreciate you guys having me back on. Uh, obviously, a, a great week, uh, you know, football this week. So, uh, yeah, it's crazy what social media can do. Uh, obviously, if someone throws uh, something on Reddit. and uh, everyone Is that of, where it was? It, it seems like it was a Reddit. <laughs> wow. um, if someone threw it on there, said that, that Levis, uh, you know, he was hearing Levis uh, was already talking to the Panthers. Wow. Uh, and somehow it went from, you know, 50 to 1 to 4 to 1 uh, in about an hour so. I think that's where it was traced back to. So, yeah, obviously uh, we're not thinking that Levis is going to go one there. I think that's still, uh, you know, Bryce Young. Uh, I think Levis at two makes a lot of sense, but I, I think uh, we debunked uh, the chance of him going up uh, at number one there. That's wild. And this is another example <laughs> of why these sports books do not want to offer mm-hmm. uh, this type of props on the NFL draft. <laughs> makes a Absolutely. ton of sense. It's so, crazy. Let's talk about Will Levis, the football player. I don't get it. Ken watches a lot more Kentucky football. It's his guilty pleasure team uh, that he watches uh, week in and week out. What is it about Levis that is enamored? Is it arm strength? Because I've watched the guy play plenty. I've never been enamored with him, certainly not for even a top-five pick. What is it the teams see in him that they believe he could be a franchise quarterback? Yeah, I think it's the physical traits. Uh, obviously, he's got a crazy arm. Uh, you know, could, could really push it down the field. Uh, you know, these last few years, you see these guys come out at pro days and they're throwing it 60, 70 yards down the field of these guys. Um, it, that's one of the things that he does. But if you look at the numbers, yeah, he can push it down the field, but he's not super accurate down the field. So obviously a lot of that stuff needs to get honed in. But you look at the physical traits. He's, you know, 6'4", almost 6'5", 230 pounds. Uh, he's you know, a pretty solid athlete. I don't think you saw a lot of that from him this year. Uh, just because I think there was a little bit of a lingering injury issue. You can go back to his 2021 film, and he was a lot better mover in the pocket. He could get, he could escape. Uh, he could run with his you know get some yards with his legs a little bit. Uh, you didn't see that much explosion or burst from him this year, uh, but that potential is there. Uh, obviously, tons of improvements need to be made. Decision making, accuracy, a lot of his uh, his um, you know stance and his uh, platform. Uh, needs to get tweaked as well, uh, throws across his body a lot. Um, so a lot of stuff that needs fixed, a lot of stuff that's going to need the coaching, need the um, mechanical issues and, and tweaks that you need there. Um, but there is a, you know, a boom or bust potential here. You, know, you get all that going uh, where you want it to go, and everything develops properly, he has a chance to, to be a high-end guy. Hendon Hooker and Anthony Richardson are about the same size. Richardson has a few more pounds. Hooker, 27 touchdown passes to two picks last year. If they were, and I know that this isn't the case, but <laughs> if they were both 23 years old and if they were both completely healthy, who do you guys like better? Who would you like better? I think we have to go Richardson. I think there's more upside with Richardson. Obviously, there's Tons of issues with mechanics, like we just talked about with Levis. They're two very similar prospects. A lot of mechanics that need to be fixed. A lot of the decision-making. He hasn't played a ton of football, um, so you still have, you know, he needs more reps. Um, but, again, the physical traits, the, the package of talent that you get with him, the dual-threat ability, his ability as a runner, I think, is a little bit better than Hooker. Uh, obviously, you know, the size factor there. Um, I think Richard, Richardson has a little bit more upside. 
in poker, I think there's obviously tons of upside. You look at the leadership. You look at the uh, the ability to be a captain day one uh, on that offense, whatever team he ends up going to, is you know obviously something you can't really coach and you can't teach. Um, but I think the Tennessee offense helps him out a little bit. So it's going to be interesting to see if he can really develop into playing into an NFL offense. Um, but there's a lot of physical tools with him as well that uh, I think, you know, if he develops properly, again, he is a little older, but, you know, if you're saying 23, he develops properly, there is uh, some high-end upside uh, with him as well. C.J. Stroud, a guy that many people had number one, if not number one, number two. You put in the tape of the game against Georgia, and you're absolutely enamored with him. But there is this, I guess, new test that has been out there for a few years and shows how quickly quarterbacks can basically read things. And he didn't do very well. Your takeaway from that and Stroud, could he be that guy that plummets? Well, as we have the news yesterday of Aaron Rodgers, a guy that people thought was going to be a top-five pick and suddenly doesn't because of that. What's going on with Stroud? Yeah, I think he's still in the top five. I don't think you know there's there's a chance he doesn't go two anymore, um, but I think there's still a chance he goes top five. Uh, I actually did see something yesterday, so I don't know if it was actually the, you know, the guy that runs that S2 test, uh, that cognition test, but he came out and said that some of those numbers that were posted were actually incorrect. Oh. It's, he didn't say that Stroud is one of them. We're assuming, you know, based on context with him being as low as he was, it's possible he's talking about him. Um, but, I, yeah, it's, it's tough to tell. Obviously, a lot of stuff gets leaked. Um, they didn't have a ton of context around it. So whether that I think he he was around an 18 or something, and then I, whether that's actually you know accurate or not, not 100 percent sure. Uh, but yeah, I, I still think he's in play in the top five. Uh, you know, really good um, pocket management. His accuracy is incredible. Like you mentioned, the, the Georgia game was incredible in that game. Uh, you know, I think there's a little bit he needs to work with with the decision making aspect of his game, but there's a lot there that you can build around. And and I think even if he does fall. You know, whatever team's gonna gonna be there to to scoop them up is gonna be very happy. Uh, Nathan Cooper, Sports Info Solutions. Nathan, it's been my theory the quarterbacks are gonna go one, two, three, four. Um, that I, I still think it's Bryce Young. I don't. Maybe it's Levis too. I think somebody's gonna want Arizona's pick, and then the Colts are certainly quarterback hungry. Could can you see a scenario where the first four picks are all quarterbacks? Absolutely. I uh, I'm a little less on that train as we get closer. But for the last few weeks, I definitely thought that was a huge possibility. Uh, and I still think it is a possibility. I think, you know, those top four picks uh, could easily be uh, all quarterbacks and, and sort of push, you know, these top defensive players on the board a little bit. Willie Anderson, your guys' final number one on your big board. Why don't people love Will Anderson? I, don't, I, I struggle <laughs> to wrap my mind around it. I get quarterbacks. I don't love many of the quarterbacks in this draft. What is about Anderson? It seemed like for two years he was going to be surefire number one, and yet here we are. It seems like this happens every year. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I don't really get why uh, everyone's down on Anderson. Obviously, you know the quarterbacks—that's the prime position. They're going to go ahead of him, uh, and that makes a lot of sense. But you know, there's you know Tyree Wilson, obviously a good prospect. Jalen Carter, another good prospect. But Will Anderson, I think far and away is, is the top player in this draft, top edge uh, clearly. Uh, it's just, you know, what he brings, the power, the pass rushing versatility that he has, very sudden. He's just super productive. Um, he's not, you know, as developed maybe. You know, he's still a third-year guy. But he still wins. Uh, and I think there's a lot there. He's going to come in. He's going to win right away. He's, uh, you know, he probably has a, a lower ceiling, but his 
where he's at is already you know head and shoulders above a lot of these players. Um, so I think you know what he's going to bring to the team is is going to be incredible production and value based on where he's going to end up going. Uh, Nathan, uh, it's been 50 years since Iowa State has had a player picked in the first round of the NFL draft. Uh, thought Brees Hall had a chance last year. He was close, uh, but he's a running back. Um, and we know he went where he went, and he's going to have a really good career, you would think, with, with the Jets. Will McDonald seems to be that guy that could break that streak. He seemingly depends on, you know, which mock draft you got, you fall in love with. He's right there at the end of it, or he's just on the outside looking in. Where does Sports Info Solutions see him going in the draft? Does, can he uh, find himself in the first 31 picks? I think so. I, I think we're right on the edge of, of McDonald. I think there's a possibility. You look at, you know, the Saints, Eagles, Chiefs right at the back end of the first round very high possibilities of, of him sneaking in there. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if he goes a little bit higher than that. Obviously, I'm not shocked if he goes a little lower as well. I would love to see him get in the first round. I love watching Will McDonald play. Uh, the physical traits are, are off the charts. I think he has one of the highest ceilings uh, of really of anyone in this draft class. So uh, I would love to see him in the first round. I think there is a, a really good chance that that happens. Uh, but I see him probably as more of that fringe, you know, late day one, early day two type of guy. The other uh, local guy with the potential being a first-rounder, it appears to be, is Lucas Van Ness. What do you think on Van Ness, a guy that, though he wasn't a starter, he did play the most snaps at defensive end uh, throughout the season for the Hawkeyes. Your thoughts on him? Yeah, versatility. That's the main thing whenever you look at Van Ness. He can fit in any scheme. He can work up and down the line. You can stand him up on the edge. Uh, You can really do a lot of different things with him. So, you know, obviously hasn't played a ton. He's still raw. Uh, and there's a lot that you can do with him. You can mold him, uh, you know, whatever team takes him, whatever scheme that he's going to, you know, be in, you can work him into that scheme, but then you can move him around a little bit. So that's going to be huge for him. And obviously, you know, in terms of where he falls, he could, I could see him really at like 10 uh, to the Eagles. I think that is a perfect fit for what the Eagles like to do. They like to, to draft those guys up front, uh, mold them a little bit and fit them into that rotation. So I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I think middle of the first, middle of the late, uh, first round also makes some sense as well. Uh, so yeah, I think he's clearly a first round guy. Love the versatility there and, and you know, his raw ability. Uh, you know, strong, powerful. There's a lot there to, uh, that teams are going to like and be able to mold. How big of a separation at Sports Info Solutions between Bajan Robinson and uh, Gibbs at Alabama by way of Georgia Tech? I think they're both really good running backs. If you took Robinson and I was running back uh, needy, I-, I would be fine with Gibbs. How big of a-, a gap between those two at Sports Info Solutions? Yeah, really not that big a one. Obviously, uh, you know, for Robinson, we have him as a 7-0 player, which that's basically saying he's coming in right away and he's going to be, you know, Pro Bowl potential. Um, we only have three of those guys this year. That's Anderson, Carter, and Robinson. So we're saying that this is a, a really good player, obviously. Um, but, you know, we're, we're at number 11 on our big board for Gibbs at, at a 6-8. So not a huge drop-off. Gibbs brings a ton of potential in the, in the passing game. Uh, you can run him a little bit. You're probably not going to run him, you know, 30 times a game. But you run him 15, 20 times, you pass to him uh, another five to ten times a game, you're going to get a lot of production out of him. Um, so those two guys fairly close. It's, you know, if you're looking at those two guys, maybe you wait till later in the first round, early second round for a guy like Gibbs instead of taking mm-hmm. uh, Robinson, you know, earlier or mid, middle of the first there. Because, you know, those two guys obviously head and shoulders above the rest. Um, but there is a lot of good potential and value uh, on day two at running back as well. 
tight end a position with a lot of depth here. You got Michael Mayer of Notre Dame. We, we saw obviously what a playmaker he was and a pretty limited offense for the Irish here lately. Kincaid. Darnell Washington, Kincaid, who I absolutely love. Sam Laporte of Iowa. I mean, four guys that are all going to be probably in the first two rounds and maybe even more than that. You throw in the South Dakota State kid, Tucker Kraft, a South Dakota kid that stayed home, and he's a potential, if not first rounder, early in the second round. Pretty deep at the tight end position. Who do you like? Yeah, very fun tight end class this year. A lot of good athletes. Um, or no, Washington's fun to watch. He's just—he's basically a sixth offensive lineman, yeah. and then he's, <laughs> he's a solid receiver as well. So, um, you know, we we argue here, or just kind of joke actually, that you know, if he didn't have that receiving ability, you could just mold him into a tackle, and he'd be he'd be just fine. Um, but yeah, I think you, know, you look at him, solid solid guy. Um, Mayer obviously is our number one guy. I think he's probably the most well rounded. Uh, Washington and Kraft are, are two guys that we have at that six, seven level. We think that they can be Y and H type of players uh, within their first two years. And then you're talking Kincaid, Laporta, Musgrave, all these guys, Jeez. really good athletes uh, that are more on that you know, receiving aspect of, of everything. Really solid receivers, but it may take a little bit longer um, to really work them in line and blockers. Um, but the potential, you know, you come in right away and, and there's, basically an extra receiver, not just a security blanket, but guys that can stretch the field, uh, run around well, and catch the ball. So a lot of fun tight ends in this class, especially day one and day two. Uh, Nathan, your phone just went. Oh, just stop. No, there it's back again. Your phone went a little funky on us there. Uh, Nathan, we appreciate it. Sports Info Solutions is a phenomenal resource. It's more than football. It's more than the NFL draft. Check it out, Sports Info Solutions. Nathan, uh, thank you for uh, coming on. We sure appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Nathan Cooper, sportsinfosolutions.com. I wanted to ask him oh, probably a uh, question. I mean, do you think there's going to be a lot of tra- a, a trades in the first round? I do. I think we're going to see plenty of movement here because they had the topsy-turvy nature with the quarterbacks, but we continue to hear this is a deep draft. It's mm-hmm. not a great top-end draft, and Nathan just told us as much, at least of the way that they rate things over at Sports Info Anderson, Solutions. Carter, Robinson. Yes. They're three perfect, uh, highest rated. Well, seven is, is the best number they, and they gave that out to three players. Three players. Yeah. But the depth that you hear about, mm-hmm. there's a lot of depth. And 31 picks. Now, wouldn't it be, you brought up Will McDonald, wouldn't it be so Iowa If State? he goes the first pick in the second round. He goes 32. You can't count it. I know. But you can't count it. Wouldn't it be? Yes, it would be. So Iowa State. It would State be perfect. Yes. You had a th- <laughs> I just oh my god I know that would be salt in the wound oh yeah that would even be worse yeah. than him driving, falling to the fourth round right right that would be worse now where did you come up with I, that? I just popped into my head because <laughs> it's Iowa State yeah not crazy uh, we'll take a timeout sports info solutions is it's a phenomenal resource it really yeah. is good uh, they helped us out a bunch uh, as they do each and every year we'll take our time out come back and finish up the hour NBA talk to begin our number two uh, with Kyle Irving Dave Sinekin on the Packers what are Packer fans like today I think ready to move on do you I mean the the Packer fans that I know most they were just they were sick of the drama. And yes, mm-hmm. what's behind door number two is probably not going to be great. No, you know what's behind door number two? Five and 12. Yeah. The rest of the league, what everybody else has to deal with, and yeah. you haven't for three decades. Think about what you just said. Three decades. Three decades. I was in middle school. 
right, of Hall of no, Fame quarterbacks. I was still in elementary school when this Jesus. stupid thing started. And I've had to watch him beat my Bears time in and time out. Two of the best yeah. quarterbacks to ever play the game. Two of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. And, they, and they've been Packers and consecutively. For younger Packer fans out there, you remember a time during most of the 70s and 80s. Oh, it was brutal. They're awful. Awful. Terrible. Playing games in Milwaukee. Uh-huh. Awful. Try, trying to build a fan base that way because mm-hmm. it was rough. I think Lambeau was sold out every time back then. Uh, not no. so much. You know, as a football fan, who when January rolls around, you want a cold weather game mm-hmm. and you want to see the uh, the breath coming out of them. Um, oh, it's, 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 those days are gone. Not going to be many prime timers. Not going to be. Speaking of that, how about the, how many think the Jets are going to have? Are they going to be max? Look what, at the roster that this team is has. Is the max seven? Seven, I want to say. They'll have seven. They should. It's New York. It's New York. It's Aaron Rodgers. And it's it's more, well, it's Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers. But the guys they've got around him, I mean, Brees Hall comes back, Wilson, um, uh, the kid from Kansas, Hardeman just signed there, Um, Lazard, Corey Davis, good offensive line, Quinnen Williams, he didn't go anywhere, did he, on the defense? No, he's back. Have you seen, uh, it's popped up in my timeline over the weekend, Uh have you seen Quinnen Williams, if if you just search him on Twitter... The answer, uh, he's, he's, it's, I don't know if he's at the combine or whatever, um, and he's asked a question, and he sneezes. Do you remember this? No. Oh, my God. Can you find it? I will, yeah. It's like 12 seconds. Can you find it now? So I, I got it here. Because I don't want it. So just listen to Quinn and Dan. He's the one sneezing in this clip. All right. Let's... And he's the only one talking in this clip. <laughs> here we go. I'm going dry with this. Uh, that's not playing here. Give me one more second. Oh, yeah. I, I just saw it. All right. We'll unmute it. And here we go. Quinnen Williams with the sneeze. Yeah, I had a hard work, uh, the dedication, the different uh, character things. Uh, bless you. Thank you that I got here. So, yeah, I had a hard work, uh, the dedication, the different uh, character things. Uh, bless you. Thank you that I got here. So, he blessed himself. And he thanked him for blessing himself. Thank you. Uh, bless you. Thank you. <laughs> Think oh, that's been drilled into that young man a time oh, or two? Oh, my God. I couldn't. I, I must have watched it 40 times. It just struck my fun. Was this, it after 830? Might have been. Uh-huh. So you're saying it's not as funny as I thought it was? <laughs> it's all right. Bless you. Thank you. I mean, here's a guy who's made a lot of money. Yes, he has. He broke the bank. He's a hell of a player. But a little nervous in front of a camera, for the for maybe for the first time, going through the whole process. Sneezes. Bless you. Thank you. Um, anyways, take a time out. Come back, finish the hour. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106. Code KXNO. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. We take you until 1 o'clock. Murph and Andy follow us in here. Uh, real quick, did you see, was it... I think it was CBSSports.com uh, yesterday put this out there. Um, a rumor, we talked about it last week, just how pathetic Iowa State's non-conference schedule is in basketball. Yeah. It's just putrid. Uh, it's embarrassing. But maybe a silver lining in the fact that the Big 12 is kicking the tires, apparently. Did you see this? I did, yeah, absolutely. And I absolutely love the Bring idea. Bring it on. So what we're talking about is is obviously there's expansion. And while it was just perfect in the past that uh, you'd play the other nine teams at home and away, those days are gone. And there's only there's going to be a couple of schools that you only play once. The Big 12 
is looking at in the first week of November, ready or not, here it comes, that you get matched up against one of those schools you're only going to play once. Please make that happen. It makes a ton of sense. Now, we've talked about this for years as the Big Ten has gone this route and played those either late November, early December games. And it doesn't quite fit. It's a little bit weird, but... We need a launching off point. Yes. You know, we get into college football and, and it's all systems going. Mm-hmm. We get those great games on the opening weekend. I know they tried it. They had the 24 hours of hoops with college basketball, and that was okay, and I enjoyed it. Remember one year? Well, from a betting perspective, you lost well, it. Well, of course, but you'd have Hawaii always playing at like 3 a.m. our yep. time, you know, because yep. they're yep. the only team that could play there. You and I played a morning game one year against Stephen F. Austin when they were really good. It was a really good game, and well, two hours of watching hoops in the morning, that's pretty good when you got an interest along with it. They've tried some things, but this one. Yeah, we get Iowa State against Houston. Sure. Against BYU. Right. We get a, a Kansas. Cincinnati. Whatever. Yes. You absolutely can make this. And you can, for all intents and purposes, you can dominate the conversation of mm-hmm. college basketball right away. That, yes. Champions Classic will be early. They right. have their thing. Be a couple with this. That is a huge step up for the Big 12. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think this is something that absolutely should happen. Um, will it happen? I guess we'll find out. And I love what the Big 12 is doing of making basketball matter. Yeah. We are so sad. Well, Yormark wants to, he wants to negotiate that on its own the next time this contract comes up. And it's a great idea. And isn't it's a it? pretty good, it's a pretty good conference for basketball. It's a great conference for basketball. You know, and if they do expand and bring in the Gonzaga and, and other basketball only mm-hmm. school, as they're uh, talking about doing, own basketball. Do it. Do it. It makes a ton of sense. Love what they're doing. Right. You're love not going to catch the SEC and the Big Ten financially, but. Here's the chance maybe to get a little bit more for your product than you thought you were going to. I hope it happens. And I hope that this first weekend in November will oh, be awesome. Hour number two. I'm going to talk NBA with Kyle Irving from the Sporting News. Dave Sinekin on the Packers uh, at 1230. Trends plays of the day coming up as well. Hour two next. Miller and Condon, 106.3 KX.